Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the When the Cleats Come Off podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Burkhart, and this is a fun one. This week, I'm going to be sharing with you a few ways you can help your daughter become more of an athlete and why it's important. So if any of you know my story, I played a lot of positions. I, in high school, played shortstop and I pitched a little bit. Uh, Fun fact, I started pitching in eighth grade because nobody on my team could pitch and I had to figure it out. That's another story for another day. But I did a little bit of that in high school. I played outfield for my travel team almost my entire travel career. I played outfield, at least at the high level of travel, and I loved it. And when I got to Purdue University, I played second base. And then I played first base and I didn't even touch the outfield when I got there. So if that's not a sign of being versatile, I don't know what is. I'm telling you right now, my favorite position in the world going into college was outfield. Did I have any intentions of playing second base and first base in college? Heck no. But when I got to Purdue University, the outfield was stacked. We had probably one of the best outfields in the Big Ten. So a young little freshman taking over a position of sophomores, juniors, and seniors who were amazing, it's probably not going to happen. So because I wanted to play as soon as I got to Purdue, I made it my mission to find my way into the lineup. So I practiced in the outfield. I practiced in the infield. And I noticed that second base needed someone there. And because I had played shortstop, yes, second base is so different. But because I had the shortstop experience, second base was pretty easy to pick up for me. So I'm telling you this because it's so, so, so important to be versatile. And it's so, so, so important to be an overall athlete. And if I'm sharing this story and you're thinking to yourself, man, My athlete really only plays one position. Hopefully this episode helps you think a little bit more outside the box and how important it is to know more than one position. Now, if you're one of those people who are saying that and you're saying, well, my athlete's a pitcher or she's a catcher and that's pretty much all she knows. Well, I will tell you, I never caught. Actually, that's a lie. I caught in an all-star game when I think I was eight years old. I shut my eyes every time a ball came to me. And that was the last time I ever caught in my life. But I do have mad respect for every single catcher out there who I know it's a whole nother world back there. And I know it's a lot more specialized of a position. So I'm not saying every catcher needs to figure out how to play outfield. But what I am saying is maybe if you do catch to try out third base or try out first base, because you never know as you excel in the game and you start playing for great teams you may not be the number one as a catcher. And if you're not, you need to be able to play other positions if you want to hit and if you want to play. So this episode is tailored around four ideas, four ways for parents to help their athletes be exposed to being more versatile and to becoming a better athlete overall. Hey there, I'm Ashley Burkhart owner of Ashley V Training, former D1 athlete, 
and professional athlete in the game of softball. I even spent a little bit of time coaching at the college level as well. But now I coach athletes and especially youth athletes. And I try to teach them the ways to become the very best versions of themselves. And I know that they can't do that without a support system that will do anything and everything to make sure their dreams and their goals happen for them. A lot of times I hear parents and coaches saying, hey, I'm just going to dish my athlete off to you. Hopefully you can figure out what her issue is. Here's the deal. That's not how we should coach. That's not how we should parent. And I can tell you right now, I'm not a parent, but your athlete is the most influenced by you. And I truly believe that you are one of the reasons why she plays the game. And I truly believe you are one of the reasons why she plays so hard. So if we can learn from some of the greats, I'm going to have some of the best softball players, some of the best softball players, parents, even my parents and my family are going to be on this podcast, sharing our journeys with you so that when the cleats do come off, you know what to say so that she can learn from her mistakes sooner so that she can become the best version of her. And that's what we want. We want our athletes to be able to thrive, and that's why we're here. So welcome to this podcast. This is going to get real. This is going to get deep, and I'm here to challenge your thinking. That's why I coach. I'm really excited for you to be here, and I can't wait to hear who else is going to be along this journey with us, learning from some of the best. I'm going to be learning too. So whip out your notebook, and let's head to the next episode. So let's start with this one. And this one's going to cause a lot of maybe some eye rolls, but I'm okay with it. Does your athlete play more than one sport? I'm a huge advocate for multi-sport athletes. I was one. I think I played every sport in the book growing up. My parents said, hey, there's soccer tryouts. Do you want to try out? Sure. Let's try it out. Ended up playing that sport for five years. Then my parents said, hey, volleyball, what do you think? that looks awesome. I want to play. Played volleyball for probably at least eight years of my life. Eh, that's a lot of time. Maybe it was more like five or six, but still a long time of my career I played volleyball. Hey, my uh, dad played college basketball. He goes, you're going to play basketball. I was like, okay, it looks fun. Let's do it. I had so much fun playing basketball. Loved every minute. And my my dad coached me for pretty much my whole career almost. I even played a little bit of travel, AAU basketball, which was super fun. But again, all these other stories that could potentially come up later in the podcast. But ideally, I'm bringing this up to you because I don't want your athlete to be restricted. Because I will tell you all of those sports I just mentioned and, you know, five other sports I tried growing up, they all helped shape me into who I am today. They helped shape me into an athlete that could play multiple positions and try new things and not feel terrified to try something new because I've done a lot of movement in the, in my other sports. For example, I think my agility was pretty dang good because I played basketball, because I played soccer. Basketball, you're running up and down the court. You're sprinting from left to right. You're shuffling crazy on defense. You're shooting jump shots. That's power in itself. These are all aspects of the game of softball that can make a softball player great. So when I was in basketball season, 
I was actually becoming a better softball player because of the things and the movements I was doing in basketball. Now think of a sport like volleyball. You're jumping around like crazy. You're jumping every other second, it feels like. Well, jumping is power. And if you're an athlete that works with me, either with my online virtual hitting or my in-person lessons, you know how much we jump when we train together. That jump and that power goes straight into your swing, goes straight into your sprint off of a base, goes straight into an explosive pitch. Jumping gets you places in softball. And because I played volleyball, I had some pretty incredible power. So don't think that those sports don't have anything to do with you becoming a better athlete in softball. They have everything to do with you becoming a better athlete in softball. Okay? I hope, I hope, I hope I'm very clear on that point. And I'm just going to mention this too. It was until I was actually probably a junior in high school. I was actually, I was playing basketball and softball my first two years in high school. And when I was in basketball season, my first two years, I will tell you right now, I did not spend that much time hitting or practicing softball when I was in the heart of basketball season. Maybe once a week I was, you know, working on just making sure I'm maintaining, you know, good, good swing mechanics, good fielding mechanics, things like that. But I didn't really have softball in the mind. And that was good for me. Being in another season with another team, that's a whole nother realm right there. Having different teammates, uh, having different relationships, it's just so important to be exposed to it all. So that was what it looked like when I was in basketball season. And then when I was in softball season, I was like, let's go. I've missed this sport. I've missed these teammates. Let's get after it. And boom, those first two years of high school, I was really able to embrace both seasons and be able to be at my best for both of those teams that I played for, which those were my high school teams, but also that included my travel softball team that I was on as well and my travel basketball team. So things got kind of complicated later. I actually need to recap on all the details with my dad over, you know, the timeline there, because I'm sure that's an episode you guys are going to want here in the future. But just realize that when I was committed to one sport, I was all in. And in the times where I wasn't perfecting my craft in basketball or perfecting my craft in softball, I was all into the sport that I was currently in. And yes, there were conflicts. There were, there were weekends where I needed to go to the softball camp, but I had a basketball game. And yes, those were discussions that had to be had with my basketball coach. And no, they not all, they not all went well. But all in all, it's really, really important to play multiple sports. And I know it gets sticky and I know it's not easy. And I know there are coaches out there that refuse it. They don't let it happen. If you're going to miss a single game, they're like, we don't want you. And I think that's absurd and ridiculous. But if your athlete can find great coaches to play for, great teams to play for, she can play multiple sports. And I hope you realize it can help her in the long run. It can help her become a better softball player. So please, please, please consider it. All right. The second thing I wanted to share with you about how your athlete can become a better athlete in general is really considering a speed, agility, and conditioning coach. Now, you guys are probably like, but I already spend a ton of money on lessons for pitching, for catching, for defense, for hitting, for all of these things. 
I am just going to share this story with you. When I was, I believe, either my sophomore or junior year in high school, again, I wish I had better details here. My parents started taking me to a speed and agility coach, but also strength and conditioning as well. And I will tell you that working on how to run changed the game for me in softball. You know, I was stealing bases here and there before I met a speed coach. I was pretty smart on the bases. But when I started seeing a speed and conditioning coach and I was learning how important the first three steps are off the base, how important your first three steps are running from side to side to grab a ball in defense. I became one of the best base runners probably in the country after that because I took the base running smarts and then added insane speed and power to my first few steps. And that includes out of the box. I became one of the best overall, I would say, lefty slappers, a.k.a hitters aka bunters just the it just opened the doors so wide for me and honestly at the time Purdue University was looking for more slappers and speedsters in the lineup so that was why I was so attractive to Purdue was because I had such great speed I was very smart and I was a triple threat I could do all the things hitting and that was one of my gifts but I did not have that speed that speed that I had in college. And it even got better when I got to college, guys, because we had a strength and conditioning coach who helped us become faster. So if you can invest, and I know it costs money to do these things, but if you can invest in a really good speed and agility coach, it's going to change the game for your athlete. Now, if your athlete is already on, let's say track, which I never did, I never did track or cross country or anything like that. If your athlete's already doing that sport, She's learning how to become faster. So maybe you don't even have to invest in a speed and agility coach. Maybe you just sign her up for track. But let her know that she's not just running track to run track. Let her know that if she's going to run track and she's going to do sprints, it's actually helping her become a better softball player because that might be the motivation for her to love track. Because I remember meeting with my speed and agility coaches and after I started becoming really fast, they go, Ashley. I think you are playing the wrong sport. You should be running track. And yes, I know I have these crazy long limbs. My dad's 6'6", so it makes sense. I'm almost six foot, didn't quite get there. But yeah, I have these crazy long legs, but I learned how to use them the way that they were meant to be used because I met with a speed and agility coach. So that's the second thing that I want to recommend. Meet with a speed and agility coach. It may change the game for your athlete. Now, The next thing that I want you to think about here is let's say she's playing multiple sports, but she's one of those athletes that really only plays one position. I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast, they may be dads or moms that are actually coaches for their athlete. And I want you, if you mostly just have your athlete play one position, I want you to challenge her and have her play another position. Now, I'm not saying that you're playing against some of the best softball teams in the USA and you're having your daughter play a position she's never played before, no, you got to find opportunities to make this happen. But let's say your team's up by 10 runs and you want to just mix things up a little bit. Have your athletes play other positions. It could be so good for them to try another position because if they can learn, let's say this, you have a shortstop who's playing first base. She's going to start having mad respect 
for that position because she realizes not every single ball is perfectly thrown to her. And she's probably going to get on her teammates and be like, hey, guys, uh, can you hit me in the chest, please? These are, you know, first base props. But having her play in other positions, she starts to earn respect for other positions. And then all of a sudden she becomes more of a leader because if she steps up and says, hey, guys, my chest is right here. Let's hit me here. Her teammates are going to listen to her and they're going to do it and they're probably going to be pretty successful. But realize that it's important for athletes to see positions they've never seen before. Again, make sure it's the right circumstances. One little plug I want to put in here for my parents because they did this and it was awesome. I'm pretty sure I played little league softball until I was maybe a sophomore in high school. That seems probably super late for most people. People are probably thinking right now, what? How did you play that long little league softball? Like, how did you make that work? Yes, I did have to miss some Little League games, but I thought that was such a good opportunity for me to try new positions and honestly be a leader in a way that I was not exposed to as a travel softball player. You know, when you play travel softball and you play in a really great team, you're all pretty good. And no, I'm not saying that the athletes that were on my Little League team weren't good, but, you know, just the level of play is different. And because of that, if I am one of the very best on the field, I'm going to be looked up to in ways that I didn't really have an opportunity early on in travel ball until later. So it's really good to not just be exposed to different positions, but to be exposed to other leadership opportunities. So really think about that. Have her play other positions if she can. And also, if this is something where it's going to take a lot for a coach to have your athlete play another position, then Make it your side hustle. If your athlete only plays one position, then work on her for 10 minutes a day on another position. So let's, play, let's say she plays infield and wants to dabble into the outfield. Practice it 10 minutes a day. Work on some footwork. Work on some first steps. Work on balls overhead. Drop steps. All things you can find on YouTube. Head to my YouTube channel. Ashley Burkhart Training if you need some ideas. But I want you to realize that there are outlets out there that can help your athlete become more versatile and be able to play other positions. And again, I came in as an outfielder and because I played shortstop in high school and because I pitched a little in high school, I was able to adapt that second base position in the Big Ten, which is a pretty dang good conference, and play there. And was I the best second baseman in the Big Ten? No. But I figured it out and I got better every time I got another rep. So the whole idea is try other positions. It could really, really change the game for her. Now, the last thing that I want to give you is <laughs> my favorite thing in the world, base running. So here's the deal. Base running is my favorite thing in the world. I may or may not have a record at Purdue for most stolen bases in a single game. I actually do have this record. It's four. I think it was against Central Michigan my senior year. Not that I kept track or anything. but. I did not start loving base running until I went to that step two of having a speed and agility coach. When they taught me how to run differently, how to think differently, how to explode differently, timing, all the things that create a great base runner, I started loving it. And I found ways on offense to get to first base, which made me respect the walk a lot more. Because if I can walk to first, then I can go steal second and steal third, maybe even home. I don't know if I ever did that, but that would have been cool. Regardless, have your athletes start loving base running. I hate, I hate, I hate when parents or athletes even say, 
Oh, I don't waste red. I love it. Some someone else comes in for me and I'm done. I'm like, bro, you realize if you were just a little bit faster or you were a little bit smarter, you can stretch your singles into doubles and your doubles into triples. When I say that, they look at me and like deer in headlights and they they think to themselves, what? I can hit more doubles and triples? Yes. <laughs> if you started respecting base running more. So the last thing that I want to give you on you're having your athlete become a better athlete is get her excited about base running. And please, please, please go to my YouTube channel, Ashley Burkhart Training, and watch my base running 101 episode. I did a live all about base running, all about things to think about to become a better base runner. Might even become a podcast episode one day. Eh, now that I say it, it will. But go to that YouTube video and go watch it. It's seriously going to change the game for you and your athlete. And I want you, and it's okay if your athlete gets taken out to run for sometimes, but I will tell you, being able to know how to base run and know how to hit corners of bases and how to think and be smart on the bases, it will change the game. You will win more games for your team. You will stretch more singles into doubles and doubles into triples. And who knows, maybe triples into home runs by simply just being smarter. So learn and help your athlete get more excited about base running. It will seriously change the game for you. All right, so here's a quick recap of the four things you can do to help your athlete become more of an athlete and be open to learning how to become a better version of herself. One, don't be afraid to play multiple sports. They all help her become a better softball player. Two, think about investing in a speed and agility coach or running track and cross country. Actually, more track than cross country because cross country Long story short, it's more working on slow twitch muscles, but track is explosive. So probably track. Let's go for that one. Think about that for your athlete. Three, expose your athlete to different positions. Even if the coach may not be up for it, have her just practice in other positions. And when the opportunity arises, maybe share this episode with your coach to help encourage athletes to play other positions and see where that goes. It's so, so, so important to be able to play other positions. So try them out, even if it means playing Little League and trying a bunch of positions there. No pressure, right? Try it out. And then the last one, get your daughter excited for base running. Get her excited about it. Because if she can start owning her base running and she can start loving it, she's going to want to get on base more because she's going to want to steal more bases. And she's going to want to score more runs from second base when her teammate hits her in. I'm telling you, it just helps her become a better athlete as a whole if she gets excited about base running. That happened for me, and that can totally happen for your daughter too. So there you have it. Another episode of When the Cleats Come Off is completed. And if you loved it, I would love if you shared this with your softball community. The only way this game grows is if we have people like you that are eager to learn more and are eager to also share that new knowledge with other people. So if this episode really 
brought somebody that you know into fruition in your brain and you know that they can learn from this conversation, I would love it if you shared it with them because the more people that can learn from this type of conversation, I think the better the game of softball gets. And who knows, maybe this will be shared with other people in other sports because I truly believe some of these conversations, they don't just hit the game of softball, they hit all sports. And if there are people that come to your brain, I would love more than anything if you shared it. If you do share it, make sure you tag me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever social platform you hang out on. I would love to see that you're sharing this and I would love to see some of your favorite parts. If you do share it, make sure to tag me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Guys, I'm even on TikTok, Ashley B Training, and at Smashley underscore four is where you can find me. And make sure you tell me which part was your favorite. I want to know what resonated with you so that I can create more content like that for you to share with your softball community. I can't wait to share another episode with you. Same time, same place next week. See you later.